Good evening, entrepreneurs and wannabe entrepreneurs. Mazumaka Kula is my name. I was invited here to talk about practical financing for small businesses, but I'd love to talk about practical financing, which is basically raising capital. I personally dislike the word small. It is friends with the word failure, you know. So by saying practical financing for small businesses, it means we are imposing limits on ourselves and we are automatically programmed to skip some very crucial elements that are necessary for super success in business. So please pardon me. Disclaimer, I communicate in my own way and I apologize in advance if you are going to be offended in any way, but I can promise you I'll be as clear as I can. So here is to practical financing. Financial institutions and other lenders recognize a business by its cash flows. That is, if there is no expected revenue, there is no business for them to fund. After this lecture, you will know beyond reasonable doubt that there is no such thing as lack of capital. We only lack entrepreneurs who are hungry enough to ask for it. So the first step to raising capital is getting yourself a revenue stream or revenue streams. That's money into the business. It can be subscribers to your product or service. It can be contracts to supply your product or service. Or those can be periodical product or service orders. You name them. Take careful note of the examples of revenue streams I've just indicated. You will notice that they are all written agreements binding your customers to pay you a specified currency amount for your services or products. That's exactly what the financial institutions and lenders recognize as proof of market. So before you consider raising capital, make sure that you have a business to finance. Have you ever asked yourself, why the Swatini financial institutions and other lenders are so fond of offering personal loans to the working class, especially to government employees. It's contractual cash flows. They want to be certain that they'll get their money back. That is not so motivating, right? Anyways, I'm not here to fire anybody up. And I know some of you may be shutting down at this point because you don't have a business or revenue stream. So I'll go a little bit further and explain how you get yourself a revenue stream. The hardest way to do this is creating a revenue stream. You might have seen the failure rate for new business. It's insane, but very, very real. So if you have already worked at it and pulled it off, congratulations to you. This means you have already landed contracts or assets that bring or will bring money into your business and you may get financing for growth. The way I love is buying revenue streams. Unfortunately, it's not so easy as well, but it can be the fastest way to getting finance. Buying an existing revenue is easier than creating it. This means you may get finance to buy from other businesses these contracts or assets that bring money into your business. In either way, you still have to go to work looking for finance. I only teach about three types of finance. Retained earnings, debt, 
and equity. That's all other people's money, as you can see. In all kinds of businesses, playing with your own money is never a good idea. But more about that in the future. Okay, your retained earnings is out of the topic for new businesses and it is never enough to finance serious growth, even for already existing businesses. So let's just kick it to the cap. That is my favorite. You know why? Ownership. Equity dilutes ownership and that doesn't. But in either way, you get the money. In fact, you will eventually use both as you grow and each one has its pros and cons. So what do you get the money? I am a commercial debt addict, so I'm going to mention a few financial institutions you can talk to for finance or for debt finance. We have all the commercial banks which you are familiar with. That is Standard Bank, Eswatini, FNB, NetBank, Eswatini Bank, Eswatini Building Societies, and others. We have FinCorp, Switzerland Industrial Development Company, Youth Enterprise Revolving Fund. We have Lechoko Finance and Select to mention a few. We also have individuals that uh, represent as financial institutions and we can use them as sources of debt finance. Each lender that you are going to deal with has a comfort zone and yours as an entrepreneur is to find that comfort zone, present your idea in line with that comfort zone and closer to your own interests. I can assure you one thing, they are all full of cash. It has been brought to my attention that good-looking guys and girls lend finance faster than the rest of the world. <laughs> Alright, I mean financially, of course. Otherwise, some of us will be losing hope right now. So, but the truth is, once you see her financial track record, a girl looks hotter than she really is. Am I right, gents? Alright, your financial track record consists of many things, but the most important factor is you have to keep it scrupulously clean if you are going to look for financing. Most of the people in the audience don't have a personal financial track record. Okay, that's better, but it can't get you money either. So you have to have your own financial track record. If you have created a revenue stream in your business, you have a financial track record. And you know if it's clean or not. If you will be buying a revenue stream, you get instant access to a financial track record. That is the cash flow statement of the business you will be buying. Financial institutions will not only stop at judging your business. They'll go further to judge you personally as an owner and the directors of your business. So you really have to seriously up your game. But then if you are all worthy of being given the amount you are asking, they may then release funds. So who you associate yourself with financially is very crucial. Financial institutions specifically look for who is in your team before they release funds. This can be done through partnerships or joint ventures with individuals or organizations that have a proven financial track record and experience to gravitate your organizations. So you partner with them to create a financial track record. Last year, we had one of my mentees being advised by FinCorp to convince his dad, who's, uh, who has been already in the same business for almost a decade. Uh, they 
wanted uh, my mentee to convince him to back him up in paper for a tractor loan. So these are real business situations and you have to be willing to do whatever it takes to get yourself and your organizations or your organization properly aligned to receive funding. The financial institutions and other lenders cannot make money without giving it to you. So they are dying for customers like you. So why should it you then take the money? Let us now get to the real work. Raising capital is 100% a sales game. Just this time around you are selling your cash flows to these financial institutions. Like all sales, it is a numbers game. You literally have to go to war looking for finance for your business and engage with real-life decision makers. You know how it works. You approach and sell thousands of potential buyers to get 100 customers. Raising capital is exactly like that. My suggestion is you have to call every possible lender there is in the country for finance. And if you are really serious about it, looking for finance has to be part of your everyday life. That is, you have, it has to be your full-time operation. By this time, I hope you have made peace with a rejection. There is still going to be plenty of it, and I don't want to lie to you. But if you practice enough, you will stop feeling every no there is. This still called entrepreneurship is not for sensitive people. I know for sure that 100% of the people that complain about lack of finance have never ran even a single raising capital process with any financial institution their whole God-given lives. Clearly, we never had a lack of capital problem. There is always an infinite supply of money in the world. What we lack are people who are willing to do everything it takes to get it let alone now with decreased interest rates. Commercial banks are even advertising loans, and you know why? They are stuck with their stock, which is cash. And if that doesn't prove to you that we have more finance looking for businesses to fund than businesses looking for finance, nothing else will. Unfortunately, even after learning this, a majority of you still won't take action. It's a sad commentary, but true. Then you ask yourself, why are we even listening to this? The basis of cold calls should be to arrange interviews with financial institutions and lenders. Unfortunately, financial institutions and lenders are more likely to uh, make you a loan if you look like you don't need it. But more about that in the future. This still is not the usual approach of wrapping your sweaty hands and kneeling down and begging for a loan like your parents do when they want a personal loan. You are their long-awaited savior on this one. They need you to keep their business going, so you have to act like it. But don't be fooled. I'm not a pleaser in any way. But if I see that a lender wants me to kiss his ass, I will do so without hesitation. Like, I can do literally anything to get financed as long as I don't sleep from uh, moral, legal, and ethical. Your financial presentations or interviews should be about assessing how the lender can assist your business with finance rather than convincing him or her to give you a loan. A lot of people who think that they are convincing uh, are actually annoying. 
So if you want to put this into action, you have to start practicing with financial institutions and lenders which you deem as tough nuts to crack. They will teach you how to be efficient. I believe that there is a lender for every, uh, for every viable business in the world. And in one of the good days, your business will be approved as well. <laughs>